Welcome to Ghibli Minute. Ghibli Minute. I'm Richard Dunham. And I'm Diego Dunham. Ghibli Minute is the podcast where we talk about Studio Ghibli movies. One minute at a time. Minute by minute. Or minute by minute. It's one more set one more way to say that thing. Today we're talking about Castle in the Sky. Minute thirty four. Minute thirty four starts with Pazu, Shita, and Uncle Palm staring at the ceiling. It ends with Uncle Palm saying, it's no wonder. It's no wonder. It's no wonder. Dori de. Dori de. Yeah. So he's about to continue. It's the English subtitles. We see the full sentence. Mm-hmm, he hasn't but, said yet. Dori de ishigasawagu wakeda. It's no wonder the stones are so stirred up. Yeah. So the music continues to be awesome, mm-hmm. as we were said. Right. Boop, beep. Like little, yeah, footsteps, I guess. And uh, this minute we get, we're introduced to Volusite. Volusite. Volusite, as it's called in the English subtitles. Mm -hmm. Now in the Japanese, her necklace, Mm -hmm. so her necklace so far in the movie, like the English subtitles, it's been, they've called it the crystal, right? Yeah, hikoseki. They've called it the crystal in the subtitles. Right. But in Japanese, everybody's called it hikoseki. Yeah. So we talked about that before, at Mm -hmm. the beginning of the movie. So, and we said, well, hikoseki doesn't really mean crystal. Yeah. It means flying stone. Yeah. So here, when Uncle Palm says volusite in the subtitles, Mm -hmm. in the Japanese, he's saying hikoseki. Oh, which is the same word that everybody's used to refer to her necklace. Right. So she pulls out her necklace in this minute. Yeah, because it's going crazy. And he calls it, he calls it in the English subtitles, it's volusite crystal. Yeah. And the Japanese is uh, hikoseki no kesho. No kesho. So kesho is crystal. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember if we said that when we said, we why might are they calling it? I don't know if I was. My uh, dictionary skills were good enough to happen upon that word for crystal. But yeah, so I don't understand. This is what I don't understand how this how this Hikoseki is a works, how it works. Yeah, his explanation of it doesn't. He takes a rock and hits it mm-hmm. and then it starts to glow after he hits it. Right. Yeah. Right. But then he says when it's exposed to the air, it turns into normal, just regular rock. Right. So setting aside the fact that that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it's like a very rapid oxidation process, like rust or something. Yeah, maybe. But wh- why can we see everything shining? Is it shining through oh, like the normal rock? if it's exposed to air. Yeah. I guess it's shining through normal rock. Because only... normal rock is so transparent? No. No. What? Yeah, right? <laughs> doesn't make... <laughs> I see where your confusion it does not, is coming it's, from. It, it's like the, you know, the it's like the sea of decay. It just doesn't yeah, it just... withstand <laughs> scrutiny, right? Yeah. It's like, are the areas that are glowing just really high concentrations of volusite? Like, are we watching it turn to stone? Is that reaction what is is giving off light? Is the reaction that turns it into regular stone? Like, maybe all of it was volusite at one point but then it got exposed to air it's gradually turning to stone and the bits that are 
shining are haven't yet turned to stone, but they're in the yeah, process or something. I guess. But Shita's necklace, I guess, is just pure volucite. It's not embedded. It's volucite in crystalline form. So I guess the you know it's crystal is like a particular arrangement of the molecules of a certain right. certain substance, right? Mm-hmm. So it gives they're arranged in a certain way that makes them more stable, right? So I guess that's what the that her her necklace is a volucite crystal or hikoseki no kesho, mm. where the the molecular, the crystalline structure, and whatever is gives it more stability and prevents it from turning into regular rock. Right. Okay. And he says he doesn't say it in this minute, right? What? So the next minute that only Laputins were. Oh yeah, he says that next minute. But maybe we can mention again. Yeah. That we just saw crystals. Yeah. <laughs> right now, at the side of the cave. And there's. What's so special about Sheeta's what, necklace? What's so special about her necklace as a crystal? When we saw crystals. Glowing <laughs> on the floor and I don't know because the coloration of those crystals compared to Sheeta's necklace is a little different. So, are there different types of volucite? Well, that's like, a good question. Sheeta's... The, are there like, is it like glass or like the impurities give it a certain color? Yeah, because the crystals that we see are white and Sheeta's is pure blue. Yeah, and when Sheeta's glows, yeah, it glows blue, it glows blue. Like a blue? light blue or something? Yeah, it's like a like an eighties anime water blue. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. But it's got we see it do other stuff later. Yeah, though, we do. Besides just glow. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how those all those powers because it's got several different powers in it. Yeah. Capabilities are those. How are those stored in it? Yeah. When it's is it just a crystal? Does it have some organization in in there that can store like information? Yeah, how? Like a you know like a a circuit board that's pro you know like the like a certain design in the mm-hmm. crystal lattice like right. a circuit board that has like pathways that can be activated or does it you know I guess that would that would make sense yeah or is that yeah. like you know. Is it read-writable, like a magnetic media that can be, you know, bits of it can be rearranged and so you can write down a, a spell in it? Huh. Or is the actual molecular structure itself kind of reprogrammable, like DNA or several possibilities? I like the yeah, first possibility. I do like the first one. Where it's like... A s- circuit board. Yeah, like a circuit board. Like right. it's, it's It's several pathways just kind of burned into it as it was constructed. And mm-hmm. these are the things... That you can do with it if you know how to how to activate yeah, them. Yeah, so it's an easier way for humans to manipulate it. Yeah, and then it can't be rewritten. It's a bit harder to re you know can't yeah. be rewritten or degraded. Right. right. All right. I feel like we solved something there. Yeah. Okay. We good did job, it, team. All right. Yeah. High five. So, um, how much of the is this a volucite mine though? Or is this like a, some other kind of mine? And they were mining other, they were extracting other stuff, and they just probably like wasted a whole bunch of volucite. And just there's volucite sitting in mine tailings somewhere in a sludge pit, mm, or or stuff that used to be volucite yeah. is now just regular stone. No, just regular rock. I don't know from the way uncle palm has talked about the rocks stirring he's kind of he's not referring to the specific cave he's just kind of in general the stones like in this area are getting rowdy so that told me that 
every rock has a little bit of volucite in it. Every rock. Like every... It and surrounds us, it penetrates us, it binds the galaxy together. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're saying? It's like the midichlorians. It yeah. <laughs> geological midichlorians. Yeah, but since... But like in every rock, the concentration is different and usually it's very small. So small that you can't really do much but hit it and watch it disappear. I don't know. But it seems like they're seeing a bunch of it in yeah, this cave. Yeah, it seems like this cave is a high concentration of volucite, maybe compared to others. Because hmm. Uncle Palm goes specifically... But we're, what, we're, we don't know what they were... Do we think they were mining volucite uh, here? No, no, I don't think so. So you're saying no, they were mining something else. But Fireside is just everywhere. Yeah. And it happens to in this little cave here. Yeah. So when he feels it stirring, it's just the because mine. some other yeah. pure or crystalline volucite is nearby, as we learn next minute, I think, right? Yeah. Because after, like, the Laputans crashed, people saw them as myths. So I'm assuming, like, by the time that they're mining out this cave, they they don't believe in Laputa, and they don't believe that, like, Castle actually flew in the sky because of some stone. Okay. Yeah. So they're not worried about... Volusite. About wasting it. Yeah. Because they don't... They don't believe in it. But he does. But he does. He knows better. Because his grandfather told him, and now he yeah. feels it in his bones somehow, as we'll talk about tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So when they say just regular rock... As if there aren't, like, many different kinds of rock. Right. It's kind of disrespecting rocks, I think. It is. Or they're called minerals, Marie. Is that, <laughs> what is that? What's the quote? What's that? What He's was that like, character's name? Who? Breaking Bad. I don't know. Oh, um, why do I know this? Wait, what's his name? Oh, God. I, like, know which one you're talking about. They're called minerals, Marie. What's his name? Tank. Tank. Minerals, Marie. They're minerals. Minerals. Uh, other question. Movies in caves. <laughs> Ranked. <laughs> Cave movie. Right. So probably at the top is The Descent. I don't know if you see this is a horror movie. Oh. This group of women mm. uh, go like on a, they're spelunkers. That's like their hobby. Oh, right. Okay. So they go cave exploring. Mm-hmm. And they they meet this, like, they run into these, like, ugh, albino vampire people. Ew. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good movie, but it's but, a bad situation yeah. for them. Cave. Yeah. And then there was a the, uh, second, there was a Descent, too. There was a sequel. Cave movies. Cave movies. I don't know if I've seen a lot of cave movies. I guess we'd have to include Fellowship of the Ring for the Minds oh, of Moria. Oh, right. Maybe Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh, right. Um, mm. Ooh. Um, oh, what is it called? What? Ace in the Hole. Um, Kirk Douglas stars in a Billy Wilder directed movie. This, there's a mining accident and Kirk Douglas is this uh, unscrupulous reporter who convinces like the people trying to rescue these miners to take as long as possible so he can milk it for the more stories and more coverage that's so shady yeah yeah i just remember movie one of the godzilla movies was it a mine yeah had a mine or caves do you do you remember that like they found like an egg in a mine oh i believe it 
I can't remember specifically which one it is, I but it sounds so plausible. I yeah. can't remember if it was like Ghidorah or some... I don't know. I can't remember, but I just... I remember seeing like a bunch of men like run out of a mine and a reporter being like, oh, what's the oh, that's, situation? Oh, uh, that's Rodan. Rodan! Yeah. Yeah! Yeah, that's Rodan. First Men in the Moon was a great... Mm-hmm. It's a mines on the moon with uh, insect men. That's a pretty cool movie. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to go mines in the on different planets mm. what else caves and or mines right and or mines yeah would you count i can't remember which star wars it was oh my gosh not a true fan <laughs> but when uh han solo and leia t3po get trapped and the, the empire strikes back yeah, in, the, the empire. In, the, in the lizard uh-huh. lizard throat or whatever would you count that as a cave <laughs> uh, uh debatable maybe. yeah maybe. debatable okay send us your mind movies or cave movies. Yeah, same. Posted in the, the airship lounge. On Facebook. Yeah. Okay, anything else for minute 34? Uh, nope. Okay, see you next time then on Ghibli, Ghibli Minute. minute.